I know what peanut butter is. It's delicious. <laughs> he knows what it is. <laughs> I like you. <laughs> Come on, you little second. <laughs> you know why peanut butter is great? Because we don't know what it tastes like. We just eat it. <laughs> and then afterwards, it's just great. <laughs> Local, local scientists finally recorded what peanut butter is. <laughs> and then when you everybody taste this nice old peanut butter, and then they realize it's human meat, they be looking at each other like... That sounds like an Uncle Ruckus type thing. <laughs> <laughs> if Uncle Ruckus had a little bit more common sense. <laughs> everybody excited. We want peanut butter. We want peanut butter. And then they have a whole conference finally revealing what it is. And it's co-sponsored by a funeral home. <laughs> <laughs> like, no wonder why. <laughs> We're making business. <laughs> the stocks are hot. And their stocks are rising. <laughs> Where are the buyers go after they're cremated? <laughs> some goes to the family, some goes to us. It's part of the contracts that they sign. <laughs> it's always in the contract. It's in that like, nice little small font at the bottom that you can barely read. <laughs> but when people don't read it, they just sign. So, <laughs> oh well. <laughs> and like, that's it. Feena butter. <laughs> we follow the code of farmers keepers, losers, weepers. <laughs> it's not our fault we found this dust when we put the body inside the oven. <laughs> We found it, you lost it. <laughs> we found it, you lost it. Oh well, that's it. <laughs> it was in the funeral home. We put it under our names in your care. Our care? Exactly. It is our care. So we do what we want. It's not you. It's not we, you. It is we. Not you. Improvatory, the podcast that tells stories through improv. Uh, today it's just us two because you know a lot of stuff's going on right now. But don't worry, next episode, all four of us will be back. But consider this being a mini episode yeah. per se. Yeah. So it's in feudal Japan, everybody, it's a very prosperous little kingdom. But the thing is about this feudal Japan, it's it's like a noir type thing. So it's like feudal Japan, but noir style. So you got like, you know, the typical like dark and grim, no sunshine type thing. It's always raining. And it's basically Seattle. <laughs> <laughs> so we're going to focus on two specific characters in this story and what adventure they find themselves in in this case that they have to solve so there is this detective he's like a samurai type thing he's a lone samurai but he has like a nice little partner uh his name is detective shido his accomplice is who i seen it so it is detective so it's detective shido and scholar glacemic <laughs> <laughs> so they're in their little um, quarters 
they're going through scrolls of uh, previous cases that they had uh, went through, and then all they then next thing you know, uh, a messenger comes in, and the messenger uh, hands them a scroll. He's doesn't say anything. He's all shrouded, and he just hands them the scroll after knocking on the door, and then they disappear. So then Shido and Glacimic look at the scroll and it's a message from the, the Emperor and he seeks audience with the detectives. So then they go to the palace. And as soon as we arrive to the, the palace gates, we notice there's something a little off with the staff. We notice that they don't look well. <laughs> <laughs> they don't look well because they have masks on. <laughs> you don't know what they look like. <laughs> <laughs> but you can just see their the eyes of a mask. <laughs> Something's off. Because they're blinking more than usual. <laughs> <laughs> so then we enter the, uh, the, the throne room with the emperor. The who who has like a nice little pet panda. He, uh, he has been waiting to seek audience with the detectives because there's a case that he wants them to solve. So apparently the emperor's daughter had gone missing. So we asked the emperor, why do you think she's missing? And the emperor responded, well, many years ago, probably months ago, she started fiddling around with the prince of a nearby kingdom. The emperor did not trust the prince. The emperor of that kingdom, they were both enemies. So when he found out the princess was fiddling around with the prince, he ordered the princess to, to stay away as far as possible. So Detective Shido accepts the, the offer because the emperor is willing, if he can find his missing daughter, he will give lots of gold and treasures. And the detective, he said he doesn't want the money or the coins, but he's willing to do this because he had lost his own daughter before. So the first uh, scene, that they, scene of the crime that they go to is her room. So they enter her room and pretty empty. Pretty the same, you know, nothing looks like it's been bothered, but they, uh, Shido looks around, goes through the cabinet, um, like the little, like, closets and stuff, and then, uh, the, the scholar walks over, but when he puts his step, uh, foot on a, a floorboard, oh, there's a creek. I noticed the creek, and I haven't noticed it in any other floorboard, so I press against it again. Creek! And I realized... Something popped in my head to lift the hole. And when I did, I noticed a secret little hiding spot. And when I took up the one full board, another one popped up. And another one popped up to where there was a secret tunnel. As me and the detective go search through the tunnel, we, we found an alternate tunnel where it divides. Asks the detective, what should we do? So, Detective Shido decides that they're going to leave the tunnel and then not say anything to the Emperor 
and then figure out more clues for this thing. So we go back into uh, our office space, and then we uh, start getting taken out contact scrolls, and we're trying to figure out like the connections that are between the princess and the prince. Like, so we take all the scrolls with us, and we start looking through all the letters that they've been writing to one another, and then we find out there's so many clues, and, and the first person we go to meet is the maid. As we approach the maid, I notice she's not. She's very different in appearance. I go and approach her, ask, are you from this land? She says no. I asked. Which land are you from? She's not from this kingdom. She is from another one far from here. And you were told that you were the last person to see the, the princess before she went missing two weeks ago. And so the maid uh, tells her story of how she had seen the princess running away in the, the court courtyard. Uh, she's seen her enter some... Uh, one of the buildings, and then she never came out. Then we asked, why didn't you inform anyone of her running away to the, to the other building? She said that she did, but she had not, she wasn't sure. Uh, the person that she had told apparently didn't tell anyone. So we asked, who was this person that you told? Which led us to the chief of security. So then, once we go to the chief of uh, security's office, we find out he's dead. Dum dum. <laughs> so we go to the, we f look around the place, and then we see we we check out the evidence. He's been he's been murdered. Yeah, we noted that he's missing a tooth, and his one tooth was said to have contained a gem. So now we start wondering. When we had checked his body, there was a symbol on his wrist. And I asked the scholar, like, have you ever seen this symbol before? And he said, actually, I have a long time ago in one of the scrolls that I've been studying. Apparently, it's the symbol of a secret society. So we're definitely over our heads on this one now. <laughs> but without telling the emperor, because we fear that the emperor could be in trouble. Go research the whole society. And then when we reach our office that night, we're attacked by ninjas. So I draw my sword and I battle as the scholar. You're sleeping book. And I read them sleep as I talk about quantum physics. <laughs> <laughs> so we fend them off and our whole entire office is destroyed but luckily one of the, the evidence the scroll that the scholar was researching and we looked through it and the secret society uh, apparently has been kidnapping people and taking them as sacrifice so then there is somebody who's standing outside the window so when we go out, we followed him. So we decided to go to a shrine. And then he's not there no more. And then observing the shrine a little bit more, we find a secret button underneath the shrine. And as we enter it, we realize you've now entered the home of the secret society. 
as the princess being sacrificed. And that's it. <laughs> End the story. And then to be continued. Oh, <laughs> 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 well, it was a pretty short one this week, but hey, it's a mini show, so catch you guys next time. If you haven't already, please do like, subscribe, and share, and follow us on uh, SoundCloud and Patreon and all and so forth. We're also on Spotify now. Hey. 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 And we shall see you next time. Ah!